Good morning. This is Thursday, March 6th, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. U.S. hopes gas boom can curb Putin. Early treatment found to clear HIV in a second baby. And new SAT aims to realign with schoolwork. In today's national news headlines, some policies get more time in health shift. Tea Party sees silver linings in Texas primaries. And the CIA and Congress are at odds over detention policies in quest. In today's business headlines, Facebook caught in debate over gun sales. Regulators call for GM to fill gaps in safety inquiry and criminal charges seen for three from Dewey and LaBeouf. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, U.S. hopes gas boom can curb Putin. Coral Davenport and Stephen Erlanger have the story from Washington, D.C. The crisis in Crimea is heralding the rise of a new era of American energy diplomacy as the Obama administration attempts to deploy the vast new supply of natural gas in the United States as a weapon to undercut the influence of Russian President Vladimir Putin over Ukraine and Europe. The crisis has accelerated a State Department initiative to export American natural gas to Europe as a lever against Russia, which supplies 60% of Ukraine's natural gas and has a history of cutting off the supply during conflicts. This week, Gazprom, Russia's state-run natural gas company, said it would no longer provide gas at a discount rate to Ukraine. The administration's strategy is to move as swiftly and aggressively as possible to weaken any moves by Putin in future years. Although Russia is still the world's biggest exporter of natural gas, the United States recently surpassed it to become the world's largest natural gas producer. We're engaging from a different position because we're a much larger energy producer, said Jason Bordoff, a former senior director for energy and climate change on the White House's National Security Council. The administration's strategy has attracted unlikely allies, including major oil and gas producers like ExxonMobil and Republican leaders on Capitol Hill, who this week have urged the administration to speed up natural gas exports. Although environmentalists, some Democrats, and American manufacturing companies that depend on the competitive advantage of cheap domestic natural gas oppose the effort, they have fallen to the sidelines in the rush. For Russia, energy supplies are as important to keeping a hold on Ukraine and the other former countries of the Soviet Union as the Russian army itself. Ukraine would freeze without Russian gas, and its flow has been a considerable source of wealth and corruption in both countries. But Russia is also obligated by contract to provide natural gas to Western Europe, and Moscow remains highly dependent on Ukrainian pipelines to get it there. David Dalton, editor of the Economist Intelligence Unit, said Russia has always used gas as an instrument of influence. The more you owe Gazprom, the more they think they can turn the screws. But this time there's a major difference. As recently as 2007, U.S. natural gas supplies were believed to be dwindling, and the George W. Bush administration was considering importing natural gas from Russia. Since then, however, fracking has transformed the strategic landscape. The United States does not yet export its natural gas. 
but the Energy Department has begun to issue permits to American companies to export natural gas starting in 2015. American companies have submitted 21 applications to build port facilities in the United States to export liquefied natural gas by tanker.